the 48 gst council is meeting on december 17 in a virtual format the council is meeting after more than 5 months the last meeting was held in chandigarh in the month of june the three main proposals that are likely to be discussed in the gst meeting includes decriminalization of gst offenses setting up of a gst appellate tribunal and discussing the report by the group of ministers related to online gaming casinos and horse racing in this podcast we decode these three proposals in detail and explain as to how it will help businesses hello and welcome to the bl podcast this is nabodita ganguly today i am joined by shishi sinha who will explain in depth about the upcoming gst council meeting Hi Shishi thank you so much for joining us Thank you So Shishi my first question to you is as we know the GST council is meeting on December 17th what would be the top agendas of the meeting So this is the 48th meeting of GST council and mm-hmm. basically there are three key item uh, one is the group of ministers report on uh, setting up of appellate tribunal GST appellate tribunal The second one is the uh, report by a group of ministers on online gaming, horse racing, and casinos, and the third one is the proposal uh, for decriminalization of uh, GST offences. Now, the first one for the first uh, uh, GM, the report has already been submitted. The second one, which is about the GM on uh, online gaming, casinos, and horse racing. the report is yet to be submitted but it is expected that it will be done before the meeting uh, while the for the third one which is the gst for the decriminal uh, decriminalization of offenses and the gst uh, the proposal uh, has been prepared by the law uh, law committee of the gst council and it will be taken by taken up by the council okay all right and can you explain a bit about the third proposal as you mentioned decriminalization of gst law Uh, see what is happening that uh, under the direct taxes a number of offences have been uh, decriminalized that means there will be no prosecution launched and in those cases there will be just be uh, an opportunity for compounding of offences and the settlement that means the person who has done something wrong or wrong or who has violated the law or the rule will be given an opportunity to pay certain amount as a penalty you can say and end the matter similarly this has happened with the various uh, action or various offenses under companies act 2013 after these two the government is working on proposal for decriminalization of various uh, offenses under gst law so at this moment there are various offenses if you go by say amount which is 2 crore if you go by other kind of offenses which is involving very petty thing like not filing the returns so for all those things there are a procedure of going through the prosecution and that is also affecting small businesses also because it doesn't differentiate between the big business and the small business except okay. uh, there is a threshold level that what kind of offenses or how much amount involved in the offenses and of course there uh, is a certain uh, what you can say jail term for various offenses now what the government is uh, thinking that rather than going for these small actions or this small violations we can finalize 
or we can form up a proposal where if somebody has evaded a tax say rupees 20 crore or more then only the prosecution will be launched if there is evasion below rupees 20 crore an opportunity will be given to the person uh, to settle the matter through compounding or through uh, paying certain penalty that matter will end here and that is going to help the small businesses so this is how this proposal is going to work and the basic purpose of this is to provide comfort to the businesses because you know going to jail or launching a prosecution mm -hmm. is not a good idea especially for small businesses so that is what uh, this proposal is being worked upon and it is likely to be taken up by the gst council then it will be taken to the union budget uh, where certain amendments will be carried out uh, through the finance act uh, through the finance bill 2023 and then it will come into it. Okay, so will this be discussed in the winter session of the parliament? No, uh, it is very unlikely because winter okay. session of parliament is going to start from 7th of December and that will continue till 29th of December. Okay. Uh, this matter is likely to be taken up only during the budget session. And as I mentioned, that mm -hmm. amendment in the GST law uh, is expected to be carried out through the finance bill 2023. Mm -hmm. So we will see these amendments to be taken up uh, during the budget session of the parliament. Okay. So basically it will help in the ease of doing business. Certainly. Uh, see, any business, uh, mm -hmm. if, if it has violated a law, uh, the basic purpose is to give them an opportunity to settle the matter in a different manner rather than just launching a prosecution. Mm -hmm. Launching a prosecution is just like treating him as a criminal. So when you treat him as a criminal, it affects the business also. It affects the mm. overall business environment also. So this is how the concept of decriminalization works. To give an opportunity to the person who has violated the law, it could be uh, what you can say intentionally or it could be without any intention. So if it is without any intention or even with the intention, if we give an opportunity, then uh, there is a possibility that the matter will end in a very short time. If we go for the prosecution, that matter will linger on and that will affect not just the business but also the government because government revenue will also be affected into that. So this is the whole idea behind decriminalization of offers. Okay, understood. And Shishir, can you tell us a bit about the setting up of GST Appellate Tribunal? See, what is happening that mm -hmm. at this moment, uh, if any GST assessee has, uh, say, some kind of query about what kind of rate to be imposed on any good or services uh, which he is going to provide, uh, he can approach the advanced ruling authority, what we call as the AAR, advanced authority for ruling. And these uh, these bodies are, have been set up in various states. Hmm. Uh, these are the quasi-judicial bodies uh, where any ruling is applicable only for the uh, for the petitioner or the applicant as well as the jurisdictional tax officer. Now, the problem mm. is that on the same subject, various AR rulings are different. Like I can give you an example about Papad. Uh, various uh, ARs gave uh, various ruling on, on Papad. And even uh, the same AR, the different benches of AR gave different ruling on Papad. So we have seen this issue, uh, this kind of uh, uh, contradictory ruling on the same issue by different AR. That creates a kind of confusion 
uh, among the assesses that what will be the expected or how this uh, issue can be resolved. So uh, uh, now the planning is to set up a national level appellate authority tribunal. That appellate authority tribunal will give a ruling and try to end uh, this kind of contradictory ruling or try to provide a uniform solution uh, on these kind of contradictory ruling. That will really help in the policy making and that will also help uh, businesses to uh, go for uh, like if AR has given a ruling, the business has one option to go into the double uh, uh, what we call as the triple AR, that's the appellate mm -hmm. authority. If he's not satisfied with the triple AR, then he can go to the court. So this is a long process. Now, if AR has given a ruling, the assessor is not satisfied, then there is an appellate mechanism, which is a national body. And that national body will try to end this kind of contradictions uh, on the same issue uh, or what, uh, in other words, you can say different rulings by the different ARs on the same subject. So this is the whole idea behind setting up the uh, setting up of a national uh, level appellate tribunal. Okay, all right. And Shishir, while talking about the top three agendas, you also mentioned about online gaming, casinos and horse racing. So the group of ministers, when the group of ministers met in September, they had divergent views. So what were these views? Can you tell us a bit about that? See, the whole issue began in month of June. Hmm. The group of ministers had already submitted a report. Mm -hmm. And that report was presented before GST Council uh, when it met in Chandigarh in the month of June. Mm -hmm. Since there were some issues, and especially a uh, minister from Goa, he raised a question on a GST applicability for casinos. Mm -hmm. So GST Council uh, directed that GM should rework its recommendation and come out with a press uh, a report. After that, uh, the GM met uh, at least two to three times. Uh, they discussed all the proposal, but they could not arrive at a, what you can say, consensus. So now the GM has concluded its meeting. There is no more meeting uh, scheduled, but okay. there is a no, what you can say, consensus on issue regarding applicability of GST and the valuation. That means what will be the rate of GST for online gaming, casinos and horse racing. And the second thing is, on what value the GST will be levied. So mm -hmm. we are expecting that the GM will submit the report without any uh, uh, concrete recommendation, but they will also submit various voices and then GST council will take a call. We also understand that there will be the old report, which was uh, discussed by GST council in the month of June, mm -hmm. that, that will be the basis of uh, this uh, uh, new report and uh, the rate of GST for all the three, whether it is the uh, online gaming, casinos, or the horse racing, uh, it will be 28%. And they will also give different formula for uh, valuation that on what value the GST will be labeled. But I must clarify here that there is no consensus among the GM members on various issues. And that is why it is up to the GST council to take a final call. I also need to mention here that mm -hmm. the report is yet to be submitted and we are expecting that it would be given in a day or two so that it would be taken up uh, on 17. Okay, so maybe today or tomorrow we might expect that they are submitting the report? Yes. Okay, all right. And 
since online gaming is one of the booming industries when whether it's online gaming or casinos so while levying gst on this do you think it's important to distinguish whether an activity is a game of skill of chance or both that is the real issue in fact mm-hmm. uh, litigations are going on and one of the key litigation is in karnataka high court uh, uh, that by the games club and mm-hmm. uh, the real issue is that whether we should treat this as a game of skill or whether we should treat it as a game of chance okay uh, gst department feel that uh, this is basically game of chance and that is why they are in favor of leaving 28% gst while mm-hmm. online gaming industries think that their games are basically games of skill and they are leaving gst at the rate of 18% and that is why uh, cbic central board of indirect taxes and customs they have already initiated investigation against the various companies and in one particular matter there is a demand of rupees 21000 crore rupees 21000 crore mm-hmm. so uh, this is a very very uh, contentious issue litigations are on one uh, particular matter is pending before the apex court also uh, apex court has not stayed high court ruling so online gaming industry say it is a, a game of skill so rate of gst will be 18% gst department says it is a game of chance rate of gst will be 28% so that debate is on now gst council is expected to finalize that whether it will be game of uh, skill or game of chance and what will be the rate of so during the pre budget meetings some states demanded extension of gst compensation period do we see that happening anytime soon no that matter is now closed because uh, mm-hmm. gst compensation ended uh, mm-hmm. in the month of june uh, more precisely june 30 2022 okay. and now uh, the compensation is being collected just to repay the loan back to back loan which was taken to uh, pay the compensation during 2021 uh, and 2122 and mm-hmm. that arounds uh, 279000 crore rupees so that compensation cess will continue till uh, uh, march 31st 2026 but the states are not going to get anything so that matter is closed now uh, there is uh, no discussion at this moment of course demands are there mm-hmm. many of the states are still uh, hoping that there will be some kind of discussion and some kind of solution but uh, what we understand that there is mm-hmm. no further uh, uh, movement on this issue okay and apart from this top three agendas that would be discussed in the meeting as you mentioned what else can we expect from the meeting uh nothing much uh, since it's a virtual meeting mm-hmm. so uh, the agenda is uh, limited and uh, there will be some smaller items like uh, some representation by political party or representation by one particular state or representation by one particular group that could be taken up but nothing much is expected beyond the three issues which uh, we discussed okay so lastly my last question to conclude what would be the key takeaways likely from the gst meeting the first one is of course uh, uh, it will try to bring some kind of clarity on uh, applicability of gst and okay. the valuation for online gaming casinos and horse racing the mm-hmm. second key takeaway would be a proposal for setting up of gst appellate tribunal which would take at least 6 uh, to 9 months after gst council approved that and the third one about the 
decriminalization for which it will clear the proposal uh, which could be included in the budget or or you can say finance bill so these are the three key takeaways which we are expecting from the gsa council meeting on uh, december 17 okay all right shishir thank you so much for your time thanks for joining us okay thank you thank you so much for listening to our content if you like it please subscribe and share thank you